You're listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 82, with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Father Roderick. And we are here each and every week to talk about living life to the fullest, enjoying all aspects of life by pursuing more balanced and health in all that we do. Everything in moderation and sometimes in excess. <laughs> and sometimes in excess. <laughs> I like that. You know what? That is a great tagline for our show. Everything in moderation and some things in excess. Excess. Let's keep it. <laughs> I like that. Anyway, my friends, welcome back to another episode. Um, Father Roderick and I had a pre-show discussion here where, um, if you guys don't mind, we were geeking out a bit. Yes, because Cliff has, uh, well, he completed... I think there's only one term that applies to what you've done this past week. It's it was a geek pilgrimage. Yes, it was. It was you went all the way to the west coast and tell us what you did there and who you met. Well, um, for me, I met my hero, my probably my greatest source of inspiration in the industry in which I have decided to um, pursue as my full time career of podcasting, and that was Leo Laporte. And um, it's been a dream of mine to get to meet Leo Laporte, to talk to him, to let him know how much of an inspiration he's been to me. And uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, and, and also to, to have some airtime on his network, to either be interviewed by him, uh, to, to talk about what I've been doing or something of that nature. So this has been a, a, this has been a, a dream of mine for years. Yeah. And I went there and not only did I not have to tell him who I was and how much of an inspiration, he actually says, oh, I know who you are. You're Cliff Ravenscraft. And, and uh, he goes, yeah, I know. And I said, yeah, I'm, you know, just he, and he says, so you just got out of blog world. How did that go? He knew what I was doing. at. He knew why I was in California. He knew that I spoke at blog world. He knew what my talk was about. Mm-hmm. And he says, I've been following your journey. I, I'm really impressed by what you've done. And Indeed. I'm like. I didn't even need to tell him. It's like, whoa, that was awesome. And then it's like, so, so as I, I, I figured, you know, I had no prearranged anything. If I just got an opportunity to meet Leo and just to tell him who I was and how much of an inspiration that would have been, that would have been awesome. But not only that, but he's like, he actually, he wanted to be interviewed by me for my show. He's That's amazing. It, it was his idea. And, uh, and so we recorded on his live stream for, you know, literally thousands of people watching the live stream. He, I interviewed him for Podcast Answer Man on his live stream. And not only that, but uh, after this week in tech, he had to leave early and they still had about 20 to 30 minutes left. And I actually was a part of the post show for this week in tech and hung out with people. It was, oh my goodness, it is out of, <laughs> it was out of this world. Beyond my expectations. And here's the thing, Father Roderick, for me, um, I have, you know, I've had some pretty big dreams. I thought, you know, I thought I had some pretty big dreams. You know, my dreams were things like, you know, my dream is pursuing podcasting as a full-time career. That's mm-hmm. that, that's a pretty big dream, especially since nobody does this mm-hmm. uh, and and stuff like that. So that, that was a dream. That dream has become a reality. Um, 
you know, Dan Miller, 48 Days to the Work You Love, author uh, and and just somebody who has just had a radical influence on the way that I think about work and, and the you know, mixing work and play together and, and stuff like that. Dan Miller has been a huge source of inspiration. So I had this dream that that I would get to meet him, that I would be able to interview him. And that happened like within a week of telling people about the dream. And and this happened a couple years ago. And at the same time I told people about my dream of meeting Dan Miller, I told about my dream of getting to meet Leo Laporte and uh, and having, you know, being on, being on his network in some way, shape or form. And... Um, I, and, and and basically, I, so I have these dreams and I figure they're all pretty significant dreams. And uh, this past weekend, I put out a Twitter message that says, you know what, I have to come up with some new dreams because so far up to this point in my life, every dream I've ever had has become a reality. Yeah, well, that's a very good place to be in. It is and unbelievable. If you had those dreams, none of this would have ever materialized. That's right. That's dream that pulls you forward and, and makes you you know, go the extra mile to make it happen. And then you, you, you realize that it, it goes way beyond what you ever dreamt or could expect. Exactly. And it, it, that is the cool thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then you're absolutely right. Cause if I didn't have the dream, here's the thing. I was invited to come to blog world in Los Angeles. You know, mm-hmm. th- this is, this is in Southern California. Lee Laporte's in, in somewhat Northern California. And, yeah. and so, so I, you know, blog world is bringing me out to, to LA and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I know it's, it's a long way from LA all the way to Petaluma, but you know what? I'm already traveling half, I'm always already traveling halfway or all the way across North America. What's a couple more hours or what's a couple more of this? What's a good, and that's why it's like, you know what? I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this dream a reality. I'm going to do this. And even then, I didn't think that my full dream would come true. I just thought that I'd just go there and I would get to meet Leo. And that would be it. But uh, yeah. Wow. (laughs) It's very cool to to witness all that. And to uh, you shared a lot of it via Twitter and and Facebook and and whatnot and all those. And via the podcast and YouTube videos. And uh, I I love that aspect as well. Because I, you know, it's something that I aspire to as well. It's something that, you know, it's like, it's like a kid going to Disney World for the first time. And that's kind of how how you felt or yes. what you said. And just to, the way you walked around there is like, oh, <laughs> it was brilliant. It was awesome. Wasn't so, Anne-Sophie also there? Anne-Sophie um, was also there with us. Um, she she did. And she got to meet Leo. She got to take pictures with him. And she also was on the part of that post-show discussion and everything. So Amazing. Did she come all the way to for that specifically, or did she have other business? Uh, did she have other business to do in the area? Well, she heard that I, you know, I put out a special ep- a special episode of Podcast Answer Man, letting the community know that I'm going to Blog World and that I'm going to be speaking there. And since I'm going to Blog World, I'm going to make a you know this huge dream come true. I'm going to meet Leo, and I want to invite anybody who's in California or wants to travel to California to come to Blog World with me, or if you're if it's easier for you, just come up to. To, to Petaluma, I'm going to have a meetup in Los Angeles. I'm going to have a meetup in Petaluma. And Anne heard that and she's like, I'm going to come. And so wow. she she said she traveled all the way from Switzerland to L.A. And uh, she came to Blood World. And when I learned that she was coming and she said she was going to go to Petaluma as well, uh, I told her, I said, hey, you know, I was going to drive, but I got this flight from Los Angeles to Oakland. And she's like, oh, well, I'll just also get a ticket on that flight and and uh, so, yeah, we got to travel and, and hang out together for a couple of days 
uh, extra beyond Blog World. It was amazing. Yeah, I want to give her a shout out because she's she's a, a new podcaster. Actually, I think she's one of your pupils, isn't it? Yes, she took my podcasting A to Z course and she launched um, two podcasts, myintercontinentallife.com and also, and, and here's the, the thing that I think is just amazing, uh, mm. and especially for this audience, I think this is a great topic for us. That's why I wanted to mention it. Yeah, yeah fightinganorexia.com where she is actually a survivor of anorexia. She has struggled with this most of her life and um, she's sought treatment and she is actually uh, in the healing process and she's sharing her journey at fightinganorexia.com. And, um, you know, obviously listening to this podcast, there has to be either people who struggle with anorexia or somebody you know that struggles with anorexia. And and uh, that is a great, valuable resource of somebody that provides hope in this area. Absolutely. And, and someone definitely who, uh, by sharing her own journey, shares that, that same quest for balance. Because, of course, anorexia as a, as a disease, it just completely messes up any balance in your life at all. And it's not just your relationship with food. It's, it's like your, your entire as they would say in German, <laughs> your, your whole outlook on life is, is affected by that. And, and uh, I, I think it's amazing what she does in her podcast, uh, just sharing her own journey and by that giving hope to other people that might have also uh, uh, a disturbed relationship with eating or their own self-image and all that. And whether it is, you know, anorexia is just one part of the spectrum there, there's also the other side you know or the people that just have a, another uh, a, a different type of relationship with food that is also unhealthy by overeating and and so it i i think for you, you don't have to suffer from the disease to benefit from listening to that podcast because a lot of what she talks about is very recognizable and you can apply a lot to that even if you're not really ill but it's it's just i admire her very very much Absolutely. And and folks, I, I'll put a link to it in our show notes as well, but it is fightinganorexia.com. Go check it out. Subscribe it. To, subscribe to it in iTunes and, and all that other stuff. If you do find it and you do become inspired and, and then you find that you think it's going to help other people, uh, do our favor. Go to iTunes and leave her a review and give her a five-star rating as well. Really help get the word out there. That's the best way to to help her raise up through the ratings and rankings of iTunes and get more visibility to what she's doing. Absolutely. And while you're there, hey, Balanced Living Weekly is only one click away. That's exactly right. Exactly. Uh, so awesome stuff. But um, before we started, uh, and the reason why I gave the geek intro and, and stuff like that, and let mm -hmm. you know about our conversation, because Father Roderick, you were, you, if you could rephrase the question in the, you said you're always yeah. amazed at how Father, or how Leo Laporte is able to keep so much energy. So, so explain that again, yes. and I want to answer it for you, because I think I, I tapped into some information there. Well, I'm, I met Leo Laporte once and it was years ago and I was amazed. I didn't know the guy at all. Uh, this was really at the beginning of my, of my own journey in the world of podcasting. Um, but it, it was such a gracious guy and he, he apparently knew about me. There was this podcasting priest, but he just took all the time. It was at a conference. He had, he was the keynote speaker. Um, and despite the fact that we never met and I was just a total beginner, he took all his time and you could see he was focused. He was gentle, friendly, giving me a plug and everything. And over the years, every time I watch him, and this is both when he's doing a show, but also in between the various shows that he presents, 
he just remains this very balanced, stable guy, always friendly. There are lots of people visiting his studios and he's always gentle. And I admire that because hey, I... Unless it's Michael Arrington. Well, yeah, sometimes <laughs> there are some people that you care for, but uh, I, I mean, that that's normal. Yeah, but in yeah. general, I mean, if you look at the percentage of times that he is actually upbeat and friendly, wow, that is, that is like 95% of the time. Um, whereas I'm always struggling with uh, this, this kind of on and off type of, of behavior where I, there are days that I'm so tired and I'm almost kind of getting an on the air depression. I'm sitting there at my microphone and things start to go wrong. You know, you can't find your show notes and the, the recorder doesn't work. And I just get so depressed and I have such a hard time to you know, to stay upbeat. And then I still have to record a show. And of course, that's one one thing I learned from TV is that uh, if the microphone is on, if the camera is on, no matter how you feel, you won't let that affect your work because that wouldn't be professional. But on the inside, I'm still like, ah. so I've, I, I, my big question with Leo is where does that come from? Right, where does right. the guy get that upbeat energy that, that, the gentle be demeanor, it's something that I really see as, you know, it's, it's, it's an ideal. I, I wish I could be that stable in my own attitude. Well, here, here's a couple things that I've noticed. And I've been watching Leo very closely over the years. And of course, I, I mean, obviously, it makes a lot of sense for, for me. I mean, because not only am I a podcaster, but podcasting is my industry. It is, it is how I make my living. And so I, I watch Leo very closely. And I've been watching him, you know, when he first moved into this thing called the Twit Cottage. And he set up this live streaming studio and stuff like this. And I want to let you know, back in the early days, Father Roderick, Leo Laporte had a lot of those downtimes as well. Um, in fact, one of the things that um, I always loved and admired about Leo is, is that, you know, he kept the stream up and running even when he's not recording shows. And mm -hmm. so oftentimes there'd be times when he would be, you know, still streaming after he finished recording a show and he would be, you could just tell he's just dead tired. And he's yeah. just like, wow, it just wiped him. And and you know what? He's and he interacts in the chat room, and it, and it's really it's not a whole lot different than what you are talking about. I've seen you many of the times where you're in the chat room and and you're just really down, and it's like I, I just emotionally I'm spent. Mm -hmm. And and I've so I've seen Leo like that. But you're you're absolutely right. In the in the in the probably the last six or eight months that he had. Um, uh, his network in his cottage, you know, where he kind of was bursting out of mm -hmm. the seams. I did notice a big difference, a major difference in his attitude and his and his demeanor and everything in between shows and and on air and off air. I I was able to notice a big difference, and uh, and it was even more pronounced since he's moved to this new studio. And here's what I believe it is, and I believe this is a principle that can bring we can bring into Balanced Living Weekly here, and that is surrounding yourself with a team. Huh. I, 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 can, I can pinpoint it to that. It is the idea of surrounding yourself with a team. When Leo was doing it on his own, he is not very much, he was not too much unlike you and I. Doing a one-man show, operating all the buttons, pushing everything, making everything happen. We are in full and utter control. If something goes wrong, technically, we're, you know, we've got to figure it out. We're on, I mean, we're, our, our mind is on everything. Yes. And, and, and so that puts a lot of pressure on us and it, and it put a lot of pressure on Leo. And when he started hiring a business manager and, and he started hiring other people to be there and, and, 
and other stuff, I saw that it was drastically changing the way that he was able to do his work and to focus. And it's this idea of doing what you do best, doing what drives you most. And I'm going to get to this, I, I promise you. But here's the other thing is that now when, you know, Leo does things in his show, one of the things you'll notice, and I'm sure you've seen enough studio, I, I would assume you watched a couple of the mm-hmm. tours of his studio, right? Yes. Yeah, sure. So his, his in his new big studio, he duplicated his his office that he had in the old cottage yeah. inside of a room. But I, yeah. one of the things that's really awesome is his his office has windows, you can see he can see both both in front of him and over to the right. He can see out into the other studio space on and on from two different walls. They're completely glass. Now mm-hmm. he has curtains. He can close those curtains if he wants to. But yeah. as far as I know, I've never seen those curtains really closed. And his door it can be closed, but most of the time it's open. And mm-hmm. and the thing is, is is outside of his office, there's there's a you know he's got I don't know what it is 40, 50 employees now. But he yeah. he's got a, at least about somewhere usually no less than three or four other people on staff that are out there doing things, and as many, many times as many as ten, fifteen, or twenty people on staff out there bustling around, coming in and out and interacting with him and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And and this is the most amazing. I didn't get there early enough to see him when he first came in, but a friend of mine uh, that's from the GSPN community who also came to the Occupy Twit meetup uh, mm-hmm. that I call it. Um, his name is Ty Whitman, and Ty was telling me when we were at dinner that evening that he was blown away because here here's the deal. He got there before Leo did. All right. So right. he was doing a tour of the studio with the employees and he and stuff like that. And Leo comes in five minutes before his radio show. Wow. Five minutes before it goes live, he walked into the front door of the studios. Yeah. He's and and guess guess what he did for those five minutes? He's shaking hands, he's talking to people, and uh-huh. literally it's time it's like a minute and a half before his show's about ready to start, he walks into his office, sits down, and puts on his headphones, presses a couple buttons. He talks to people. He says, yeah, I'm here. Are we ready to go? And boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the tech guy. And he goes, and you know what? do you know why he's able to do that? Because he's got a team of people setting up all the technology. Other people have done the sound checks. Other people are making sure the connections have been made, that the stream is working properly. And he's able to actually sit down. And then during he, he immediately walks in. Five minutes later, he's sitting down. He started his radio show. And then he goes to his first break. And do you know what he does? He's nope. immediately introduced. He's actually getting to know the people who have come and who are sitting in his studio audience. And, and he's just chatting with them. And he's like, he goes, okay, guys, hold on one second. And then he he pulls up this one thing. He's like, okay, so do, and he hears somebody in his ear saying, we've got so-and-so on Skype. Uh, he's ready to go. And Leo's like, okay, and so, okay, so what's, what, what are we doing here today? What's the big thing? And what's the website address? It's like, okay. And so-and-so says, oh, I've already got that up on the graphics, Leo. He's like, great. And then boom, it's like, okay, welcome back to the tech guy. And he immediately just goes with it. That must be it. I think while you you're, you're explaining this, uh, it totally makes sense because it's a uh, it's funny when I'm when I'm uh, doing my radio and TV work, I'm always surrounded by a crew, uh, whether it's a camera crew or uh, in in radio studio, there are multiple people working on on the various programs, 
and I'm totally different. I always, when I walk in there, my life gets brighter. Yeah. Even if I had a difficult start in the morning because, you know, I've been without warm water for five days. But once I walk into the uh, the studio, it's like uh, as if this weight drops off my shoulders because you feel like oh, there's this whole crew, you know, I can do my thing. They do their thing and it will all work out. And uh, it, it, I think this has been very um, helpful uh, because I think I, I've, I now realize that that must be the problem that what, what, when I'm on my own and things start to go wrong, it just adds, it piles up the responsibilities. It's like, you know, when, when parents have kids and one of the parents is away and then things start to go wrong with the kids or there's something, you know, like that is a very, very tough situation to be in. And as soon as you're two, even if things still will, will go wrong, it's much less of a, of a burden because you can share that. Right. And, and you can, you can carry that together and you even feel motivated to, to help the other person be more optimistic. I'm always, it's funny on, on Monday, I always get the comments from my camera crew that I'm the, the guy who, who helps them get through the day because right. they have to struggle with all the difficulties. And I'm always like, oh, we're almost done anyway. You know, we're, we're going to be out of here in 20 minutes. And I know it's not true, but you know, it just, I, I try to motiv motivate them and I do have the energy to do that. Whereas when I'm in my studio and I'm alone, it's, it's very hard to do that with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have a, an audience in a chat room, I don't know, you, you, you have a slightly different, you, you're more gentle than I am. Uh, but I feel like that adds pressure. I got like people watching, even if it's always the same people that are in the chat room, but I was like, oh, I need to perform. I need to be upbeat. And yet I just want to cry. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, is that you, you almost, and, and I know what you feel like. There are times when it's like, okay, I can't wait to turn off the live stream because yeah. I, cause there's so much work I need to do. Right. And it's not because I don't like these people quite on the contrary, but it just adds this extra bit of stress sometimes but, of, uh, but you can imagine this and, and this is and this is the small little glimpse of this I saw. Remember I told you when I hired my virtual assistant and all of a sudden now I, I'm you know, but at, you know, when I'm done at the end of the day, I go and I have dinner with my family, you know, because my back when my assistant, she was she was actually doing all my post production work. She was actually, you know, she was yep. tagging the file, she was uploading it, publishing it to the sites. You know, mm. all I have to do, and you know what? All of a sudden, it's like I love this pre-show discussion. I love the post-show discussion. And I, there's right. no pressure because somebody else is doing that. Somebody else is taking care of that, and all of a sudden, it frees me up to really just hang out and geek out with Father Roderick for 20 minutes before we mm. hit the record button. Yeah, you know, I'm able to. It frees me, and and so I've, you know, I've I've got so many great friends. I know my friend Stewart's in the chat room, and and so many people have said, Cliff, you know. You know, you should really start thinking about, you know, hiring people or you should be thinking about adding, you know, team members and and stuff like that. And and to be honest with you, I've always been kind of like, you know, I kind of like it just being me. I kind of like doing everything. I, I, I really I, I really feel important when I'm the person behind everything that is everything. And it's like and I realize how much selfishness has been a part of that as well. And how much pride even. But then all of a sudden I go and and it's exactly what you're talking about. I saw, I was so impressed by meeting Leo and and just how freak, and you, you saw the little, you know, by the way, folks, do me a favor, go to podcastanswerman.com slash Occupy Twit. All right. Occup it's podcastanswerman.com slash Occupy Twit. All right. And, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to set this up for you. 
and to just tell you how amazing this is. So Leo had, you know, he came in five minutes before his radio show, right? And he had to record his radio show, which is three hours long. Is, is it three hours or two hours? Um, I think quit? Yeah. Oh, his radio so show. His radio show. Three hours. I think it's three hours long. So he's, he has he shows up five minutes before he has to he has his radio show. And then he has a live uh, broadcast and recording of This Week in Tech. And he has to immediately leave to go catch an airplane to head to Vegas for a speaking gig. Wow. So and in all of that, he comes in and and during all of his commercial breaks, he's hanging out with these people that have showed up and I show up in the middle. He completely makes me the center of attention during his commercial breaks and talks with me and and has these other things. And he's inter- he's engaging after his radio shows over. Um you know, I mean, there, his his assistants walking in and saying, "Did you get the email from Kevin Rose? He's gonna have to. He wants to know if he can just show up, you know, and for a couple minutes, plug his thing and leave." And he's like, "No, just tell him, you know, when he can come on and stay on the whole show, then we'll give him his plug, you know." And and she's like, "She's like, okay, done. He doesn't have to answer that email. Somebody's taking care of that for him." And and there, you know, somebody else is out there working with Joshua Topolsky, the guy who used to be from Engadget that's doing his own thing now, getting him on Skype. And you got Baron Tunde Thurston and and Nick uh, there from the New York Times. Those guys are being queued up and ready for this week in tech and preparing for that. And Leo's just taking pictures with me. He's taking pictures with Anna and and Ty and all these other people that have come. And then he's like, hey, Cliff, you want to do an interview? I We've got some time between this. <laughs> And I'm like, seriously? And he's like, yeah. And so he gives me twenty. He gives me full twenty minutes of his time. And and I mean, he, you can just tell when you get to see this interview that I did with Leo. He is not distracted. He is fully there. And then yeah. immediately after I'm done, he immediately the, the other guys come to the table. Everything's all done for Leo. And and boom, it's like they're 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 into Twit, and and he had to he literally had to cut Twit much shorter. It's it's about an hour and some odd minutes. Usually do two hour show, and they cut it short. And Leo's like, "Hey guys, you guys want to just hang out for a bit and do whatever?" And then they opened up a chair. I, I had the opportunity to go up there, and then you actually see this thing at podcastanswerman.com slash occupy Twit, and and what you will see is Leo he's the the show still going on the audience of thousands of people are still engaged and entertained by and you've got somebody who's still producing who's still switching the cameras who's still doing this putting up the lower thirds you've got the on-air talent that's still carrying on a post show for all those people who are used to having two hours of live streaming content and Leo's not there for the last 20 minutes or 30 minutes of it and it's still happening. And Leo's on his way out and he realizes he forgot, he forgot his laptop. And here we are in the middle of this post-show thing called Occupy Twit. And he comes up and he's and you could just tell he's just he's just like he 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 he's just funny and he's like, You're fired. And and he comes in and grabs his laptop and leaves and and then he bolts out the door. And you know what? The entire network of Twit is still going on as he's walked out the door and is on his way to the airport. But that, of course, well, we, we started this show with talking about setting dreams. And yeah. if, you, if, the, if you don't have dreams, then nothing will realize. And, and sometimes I think that the moments like this where you feel like I'm stuck, I, uh, there is something that doesn't work in my life. There's an, an Im- imbalance because I, I consider that to be an imbalance. I'm, I'm usually not a depressed person. Right. On the contrary, I'm, I'm quite upbeat. But there are days that I'm just tired and I feel like the weight of, of the whole 
Catholic podcast world is on my shoulders. Yep. And it's on that, it's, you can, you can do two things. Either you can suffer it, which is very kind of Catholic pious attitude, like offer it up and blah, blah, blah. And, but if it's a real problem and it persists and it hampers my work, because I, I want to be there for people. I want to be there for the chat audience. I want to, you know, kind of uh, radiate um, a certain balance in my life. And if people see that I'm constantly like tired and, and, uh, and, and, and out of whack, it, it doesn't really uh, uh, transmit what, what I want to help, help other people with. If I am unbalanced and if I am depressed, how can I help other people? And so I can also ask myself, well, what is needed? What, what, what steps can I take to improve the situation? And I think that you just gave me the answer. It is uh, important for me to involve more people in the production of, of the shows and carrying the weight of, of this pretty complicated job that I have to juggle, you know, all, the, all this media production during the week. Right. And it is already such, an, and you know that just as I do, creating podcasts multiple podcasts per week well, the both of us are, are, are recording what seven eight sometimes even more shows every week it is a huge investment of creativity and energy yeah and it, it can drain you completely if you're not careful i mean burnout is always somewhere lurking in in the shadows if we're not careful and so if i if i burden myself with all the other stuff as well like oh got to you know, technical problems. I've got a studio situation that doesn't really work and it's all, ah, it's old, old equipment. It's primitive, it doesn't work. It is just too much and everything starts to suffer. Yes. And so perhaps I should, should um, think about a new dream in, in, in terms of how, how to involve more people, how to, how to uh, make sure that, that I'm not just the only person that carries the load of everything. Yeah, that that's it. You know, it, we started off talking about the fact that, you know, every I've got to come up with some new dreams because every dream I've had has been realized. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, one of my new dreams is to build a team. I, I, I've I've been convinced that that's that is the next step. And, you know, when when my friend Stuart and a bunch of other people have mentioned this idea of the, the E word. Do you know what I mean when I say the E word? Uh, um, no employee. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, you know, money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're talking about lots of money, and and you know it's like it's like okay. Well, instead of saying it's like, well, the limit, the resources are so limited that that's just not a possibility. Well, that doesn't mean that you don't dream. The the fact is, it's like okay, along with the dream of building the team, are the financial income to increase so that you can build the yeah. team. And yeah. and here's the thing what I'm re and and this is what people have been trying to get in through my mind and I know Stuart's like he's had the aha moment. And I have. <laughs> I've had the aha moment. What I realize is that I'm I am literally hitting a ceiling at how much I can do. Yes. And here's the here's the other thing I've learned about the mastermind principle is when you put two people together the synergy you can actually accomplish more things with two people than what two people individually put together could do and added to if you were to take two, in, for example, you, Father Roderick, and myself, mm -hmm. I can only do so much. You can only do so much. And if we did, if we both reached the capacity of what we did individually and we added that together, that would equal one thing. But here's the thing. If you and I work together as a team, 
and say, you know what, you do this part, I do this part, and, and stuff like that, and we both are working towards the same goals and 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 have the same desired outcomes and stuff like that. The two of us, if we were both working at our capacity together in conjunction with one another, we would achieve far greater than what we would have had if we both worked individually and put our two things together. I agree. I think there there is a. It's definitely my experience from from the TV and radio work that if you even if I'm on on the road with uh, uh, with a camera crew, just the fact that you have three people thinking about how are we going to film this and what is a good you know how do, how can we do this in a creative way, it is so much easier and it, it's so much more fun. I just love going on the road with that team, even though it's hard work. But I come back and I'm actually I have more energy than before. Well. The next day I'm tired again, but yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It, it's true what you say. Synergy is, uh, is huge. And I think that's true also. I, I mean, we, we, we talked to, uh, to Willie, uh, two weeks ago yep. about his amazing weight, weight loss and his journey. And he told us that one of the, one of the secret ingredients of his journey was that his wife was also on board and they were going that, that journey together. And there was this, this same combined energy that brought him to the most amazing accomplishment that I bet he wouldn't have been able to do by himself. Yes. Wow. But that's, that's a, that's a, it's a dare, you know, it's always with dreams, including with weight loss and getting fit. And, and it seems so impossible when you're not really, um, when, when you're still far away from it, you're just like, I don't dare to dream. Because I can I ever be this fit? Can I ever accomplish this? You know, can I ever build a studio with personnel and a producer and everything? But if you if you never set the dream, then the other steps will also will, will not follow. Yeah, and so that's the thing. I'm 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 daring to dream. And and here's the thing. The, the other day I was playing around and I was joking with Stephanie. And I said, you know, one day we're going to be sitting down and we're going to be in, you know, and, and people are going to be like applying makeup, you know, it's like, it's like, <laughs> we're going to have our own makeup artist and stuff like that for our, our productions. And, right. and, 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 you know, it's weird, just crazy. But you know what? Who knows where this is going to go? Yeah. You never know where this is going to go. And I think it's, I think it's going to be so much bigger. And you and I remember in Boston when I came <laughs> out to CNMC and we were sitting there in the hotel and, and you and I started talking about, it's like, man, this is this is going to be so big one day. Yeah, it is. And, and, and I, here's the thing. I don't think it's possible unless we start, we start building the team. Yeah. And, and so you have, you've, you've heard the term, the dream team, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm titling this episode, the team dream. <laughs> That's it. it That's this episode is the team dream. I want to build a team. And, and, and so like, you know, obviously you and I are two business people, uh, podcast producers and stuff like that. And we're talking about our need to to surround ourselves with people who can join and participate in the journey with us and help us to succeed and to where we're not doing everything on our own. But but in other people listening to this, you know, they can apply this idea of building the team in in helping achieve all of their dreams, all of their goals. And like you said, with William and our health and fitness, you know, who is your team? You know, do you have a physical fitness goal that you're trying to to achieve? Mm -hmm. Why not build a team of people? You know, we've yeah. talked about we've talked about this this this. I don't know if it's if, if we talked about community, right? Yeah. Talk about you know community, and sometimes I think that that the word community is is too abstract to some people. 
because know, it's it's not yeah. the, it's not clearly defined. It's, it's it's not defined what it what it is and what it does. <laughs> so it, exactly, and so basically, what I recommend is that you know community community yes, but what what I recommend is is whatever it is. What is your big goal? What is your big dream? And why not over the next thirty days say I want to build a team of four or a team of five people who will help me who who also have a dream of seeing this become a reality and let's let's join together as a team and work on this together it's a very scary process especially if you're a control freak like i am and and you were yep yep <laughs> it is a scary process cuz you have to step out of your comfort zone and but this morning i i told myself well actually the way that i'm conducting my business if you can call the podcasting thing a business yeah, well, that, wait hold on one second i'd hate to interrupt yeah. you i uh, keep that thought but father Roderick, that's the big thing if there's anything i can tell you that's helped me is uh-huh. to understand is that you, this is not just a this is not just a podcasting thing that you're doing out of you know the rectory of your of your parish's uh-huh. office this is a business what okay. you what you are running is definitely a business well i think it is yes okay so so go <laughs> now, ahead Agree. It, it's just that business is sometimes considered to be uh, a bad word in 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 Catholic circles. You know, wow. you're supposed to do this as a sacrifice, as something you do out of your, the goodness of your heart, which is totally true. But it doesn't mean that you don't have to have a business attitude. And I I told myself this morning, like you don't have a business attitude towards uh, your podcasting endeavors. You don't take it seriously enough. You're still sitting in your own room. You're thinking about building a, a TV studio in the other room, which is actually used to be my sleeping room that I gave up. Why do I do that? Why don't I dream bigger and think of, well, if you want to really involve other people, are you going to have them here on the second floor of a rectory in, in, in kind of on the outskirt of the city? That's not going to fly. So no, So what you do is you dream of, of renting an office space and building exactly. a studio inside of it. It's like, why don't I just think bigger? And, and think of a, of a situation like what Leo has, where you find some office space and you build a, tr- a true studio, and which is much more easy. You can build, you can set up office there. You can, you can even separate your private life and your work much better. I mean, that's one of the, the things that I love, actually, and it's a new discovery for me when I, when I do the TV job. I go to a place, I do my work, even if it's long, and then I get home and I'm done. And I'd leave everything there, you know, and there, there's something cool about that. The, the risk with working at home is, and, and I think in your situation, because you too have a, have a, a home studio, it's, it's, um, well, you've got more space. So it helps probably uh, separate that a little bit more. And you've got other people to actually tear you away from, from your work. If, if you're in the living room and you're watching a movie, you're with your family. I don't have that luxury, unfortunately. So I, I'm I'm working here and there's always I I'm constantly you know doing the podcasting stuff and the SQPN stuff it never stops. And so I I think that I'm starting to to push myself to think bigger and uh and to have a little bit more faith that if I pursue this dream and if I do that with a sense of uh, you have to do, pursue it in a systematic way it's not just you dream it up and then it becomes a reality. I mean uh, that's kind of the the, the Oprah 
uh, nonsense. As if, you know, you just have to dream it and then it will, you know, it will automatically work. No, you have to work and you have to think about it and have to devise a plan. But I do believe that if you don't dream first and then apply a deadline to that dream, then all the other stuff, steps will also remain virtual. They will remain dreams. They will never be done. Yeah. And so, well, real quickly, I, I, Father Roderick, we, we have been occupied Stephanie is in the studio and she heard you say, oh, it must be easier for you. Stephanie, did you want to say something? Because it looks like you want to say something. I just I just want to say that that no one here tears him away from his work. (laughs) (laughs) That that is um, not something that is done. Easily. easily. (laughs) Yes. Realizing um, the marriage life. Because yeah. I don't know it. I don't know what I'm talking about, literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I will tell you that, that even even here, it, it's definitely worked up to this point. But yeah, I, we're even at the, at the place now where the studio kind of needs it, its own place as well. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, in our one of the things that we're starting to dream about is is a new place uh, for us, our family. And and whether it be uh, whether it be, you know, having a house that has this massive basement that is basically the entire basement is the studio and it has its own entrance where people can come and go like clients and and stuff like that and and things or there's even this really crazy dream that it it it, it's it's way beyond my understanding it being a reality but gosh god's certainly shown me some things that are way beyond my imagination but there's this place where we used to live before we lived here and it's like uh-huh. it's an A-frame house that's back in the woods a little bit, and uh, that house that we lived in <coughs> before is being it is very close to being foreclosed on from the people who had purchased it after us. Oh. It's been kind of let go for a little bit, and now it's available for only ninety thousand dollars. And if it forecloses, my dad thinks it could be picked up for about sixty-five thousand dollars. It's a four acres. Yeah, well, that, that and, is really. And the, it's four acres of land, and acres of land here are usually going for about twenty five thousand dollars an acre. So there's there's a there's this pipe dream that I would think about buying that land and building a house closer to the road, which would now be able to have city water, which is big for us, <laughs> and turning our old A frame into the gspn.tv studios. It's only 16, 60 keynote speeches. I know, exactly. That should be feasible. So it, it's, <laughs> it's crazy because, I mean, this would be that perfect place to invite people to come to for weekend conferences that I would hold. And um, But see, we're starting to dream big. We're starting, that, that's the thing. That, yeah. Wow, wow, the, the dreams are starting to flow. I think it is time for... Then yeah, for the next level for the and and uh, that's why I was really glad with that whole trip of yours to to uh, Leo's studio because it made it more real. Yes, um, and and you do remind me of of what what actually where he began and how small it was and his first video streams were from this tiny little cramped room which was a total mess and the video looked like absolutely nothing and but he was like. I'm going to pursue what I want in a systematic way, believing in this product and being good at it. I mean, he mm-hmm. he, he is he is exceptionally good at what well, he does. And, and here's the thing, Father Roderick, so are you and I. I think we, so too. We I are do, I, 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 I don't I don't think I'm being arrogant when I say that. I, I think I've heard enough people say that about us 
to say that I feel confident that you and I are just as talented as a Leo Laporte. Well, I'm not sure about that, but I do. I do. I I do. I believe that. I mean, mean, obviously, he's in the tech industry. He knows more about tech and can speak more about tech. than He's a lot older than we are. Yeah. And that is is truly that counts. The older you are, especially in this type of business, uh, the 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 better you are. Uh, there is right. something I think in terms of experience that you can tell he is, you know, he started with television. So he has a huge network. He knows how to do this. And that is what, uh, what also gave him the impression that this is feasible. Right. Cause right. He, he had already done it, but it wasn't his. And so he lost basically that, that life because you know, the, the company that he worked for uh, was, was bought over and then the whole thing was shut down. And he was like that never again. He had that dream. Like I want to own what I do. Right. I want to control here. But and, what, but what I meant is that as when I when I meant the talent that we have that that is there. I mean, when you get behind a microphone, you have the talent to do what you do. When mm-hmm. you when you get behind a microphone, you can tell a story. I mean, for for example, you can do a sound seeing tour like nobody else. There, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't there's nobody else that can do a sound seeing tour like you do. And and I love that. And and there are, I can get behind a microphone and I can I can get so passionate about what I'm talking about that all of a sudden people who hate the topic for which I'm talking about immediately afterwards could potentially want to start doing what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like because I just have that passion and, and stuff. So yeah. you and I, we have we have we have the talent that it takes to to achieve great success. And I do believe I, I think we've done some amazing things, building things, you know, doing a lot of things on our own. Both of us have reached out and we've seen we've seen the benefits of bringing other people in like for example the cnmc that would mm-hmm. have never happened it had you just oh, tried to do that on your own yes but you I brought mean, in a board of people the sqpn board and you're, those you're people right. did it and and if i were already preparing the next cnmc next year and uh, i just sometimes i have to pinch myself it's like are we really doing this? This is so professional. This is so beyond what I thought we would ever reach. Right. It's true that that would that I couldn't possibly do that on, on my own, and I should. But what I should do is to apply that to the rest of the of the work as well. That's and so, it. Hey, if we can do all that with and we, it wasn't a big team for the CNMC. It was a couple of people that worked really hard that were really good at the, those things because I could never do that. I don't have much organizational talent right. like that. Um, but if I could apply that same rationale to the podcasting production and say, well, Hey, that we just need a couple of people. You need a producer, you need someone to, you know, just do the technical, uh, maintenance and all that sort of stuff. Um, some so bring in a team to just build that studio, wherever it's going to be, uh, instead of just you know, trying to, to do it all by yourself with green paint and, and whatnot. <laughs> it is possible. And just go after sponsors. I'm sure that p- that people people love to support dreams. Yeah, if you can make people aspire to something and f- make them feel that they they can actually make that happen. That is empowering. I mean, yeah. I, I've been supporting lots of dreams from other people where I was like, oh wow. I mean, I, I was even tempted to go and buy one of those bricks of the brick house because yeah. I, I, and I know I didn't do it because I was like, well. Eh, financially, he's doing pretty well. He's doing a lot. <laughs> I do, so you know, I'm gonna pass on this one. Well, but I, t- I tell you, you we hear that. Dream. You know, we we hear that, and I just want to say that that the, those bricks actually, I have a a tour of the studio, and I will tell you what those bricks bought is mm-hmm. a massive server that's down in the basement because it was an it was an expense that was unforeseen. 
Ah, and okay. and I will tell you what, every, every single penny of those bricks actually uh, helped to achieve something that would have put them way over, way, <clears throat> way over budget. So, yeah. so you, you just never, you know, I hear that, you know, do you know there were people, have you ever seen Leo Laporte's big, huge wing back chair or whatever he's got for this yes. week in tech? Do you know there were people out there who were, who were upset? It's like, oh, well, I see where my donations went. Oh, you know, okay. it's like, it's, so you, you still have some of those people, but I just tell you, you know, thing is, is sometimes you just got to move forward with the dreams. Mm-hmm. And 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 I I do I I think that I think you're right. It you've it, you've seen the benefit of teams. I've seen the benefit of delegating some things to others. You have been done it more than I have, um. You know, but man, I, I'm really believing that that that's what that's that's our next step, Father Roderick is is yeah. taking the 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 concept of the team and applying it to other areas of our lives. What kind of timeline are we going to put this on, Cliff? Just to make it more actionable. Oh, don't you dare. I do dare. We've done this so many times on this show where we said, you know, next ah. week to the gym five times. Oh, man. Two, but at least we went. All right. Here, here's what I'm going to tell I you. Want, I want to I want to make a commitment here. I will. I'm willing to make a commitment as well. I will say that by the end of 2012, I, I, I don't know why I said it. I said five, mm-hmm. but I, I, I want a team of five people. Now, I don't know that that actually equates to employees. But I, I do want to, I want a team of five people who are consistently helping me in the production of everything that's going on in GSPN and with Podcast Answer Man. And some of that may be, you know, some because pe- I there are people who who would just give anything to volunteer to do work for me. Yeah. And 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 just whether it be volunteers, interns, or uh, contracted workers, or you know, more VAs, whatever the case is, is I want to, I do want to create a team of, I think a team of five. I want to. I want to be at the by the end, uh, by this time, right around this time next year. I want to be able to say I have a team of five people who make everything happen in this place, and that's that's a team of yeah. me plus five. Right, me plus five. I think I'm going for um, to make it very because I'm already working with people, but it's you know they're on the other side of the ocean. But I want to uh, commit to this time next year. I will be doing this show together with you in a real studio uh, that that we built. I don't know if it's going to be in this house or it's going to be outside of the house, but it's going to be a a real studio and I want to have three people on location. Yeah. uh, So people, uh, I want to have a a floor manager, so someone who does all the filming and that sort of stuff. I want to have a producer and I want someone to uh, make coffee. No, I'm just <laughs> so to make I know go ahead and you know the the person who who does your editing and and post production stuff and stuff like that yeah they, they they'll they'll be happy to make you coffee yeah i i think you really you need a producer someone who who sets up the interviews who prepares you know a lot of the of the of the things you need to have a technician someone who takes care of the microphones and and the filming and especially if you want to make it a little bit more fancy and and you need a third person for the uh, kind of, you know, the per, perhaps more of a secretarial job or uh, doing all the all the small business that is also important. If you have guests, for instance, if you're interviewing someone and that person comes to the studio, you need to have someone who takes care of that person. Yeah, and should yeah. be someone who is not involved in. Oh, we need to set up the uh, the cameras, or we need to make sure that the Skype connection works. Uh, oh, by the way, oh yeah, the coffee machine is in the corner. No, you need to have someone who does that job as well. Yeah. 
So I'm going to commit to that next year. It's going to be a very different situation. Well, that that's the thing. And, and let me just say that, that when I walked into the Twit Studios, there's a welcome desk out there. There's a guy sitting at the welcome desk, introduced himself to me. You know, Leo's in there already doing his radio show live. And, and here I am. I actually have one person who is walking me around and giving me a tour of the studio. And you're being taken care of. I'm being that's so super scary. served. That's yeah. the thing. Super served. And and yeah, Father Ryder, this is amazing. And and the cool thing is, is we're going to come back to this episode this time next year. And we're going to reminisce about the fact that we set this dream. And you know what? We're going to achieve this. I think so too. We are I, going to achieve this. It's going to be a reality. And here's the thing. It would have never happened had we not dared to dream it. Exactly. Stay hungry. Who said that again? Yeah, Steve Jobs. <laughs> Stay hungry, and we're going to be foolish. Absolutely. Awesome. Wow, I love this show. I am so, I am so <laughs> excited that we do this show every week. Do you know that? This is a highlight of my week. I am so pumped now that I am going to the gym afterwards because I need to get rid of this energy. Excellent. <laughs> hey, well, next week, I'll, I'll be happy to share with you some things that Stephanie and I are talking about and working on uh, when it comes to our physical everything and and all that good jazz. So... I'm, I'm looking forward to it and um, I guess we should start wrapping things up here yep um, let's see here promoting let's promote some stuff I understand yep. you've got a lot going on what do you want to promote this week I'm so excited about our new shows and I'm excited about you know I've, I've been working the Twitters and it's so much fun to interact with your audience I, I just I become so much social <laughs> so, so much more social than I was before um, so it's a lot of fun, but I want to I want to uh, uh, make people aware of uh, our Tintin podcast. You gotta listen to that to prepare for the premiere of this movie later on in the United States. It's going to be premiering uh, to, uh, to, uh, just before Christmas. You definitely want to see that. It is such a great movie, and uh, we're doing a podcast about Tintin and his adventures. Check it out, Tintin.sqpn.com, or much easier, follow us on Tintin Podcast nice. on Twitter. And that's T-I-N-T-I-N dot S-Q-P-N dot com. Rin Tintin minus the Rin. <laughs> Got it. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, as far as plugging something over here, um, I just want to say that I've got some pretty big things, significant things happening in the world of Podcast Answer Man. Um, if you want to if you want to follow some of the video and all the other exciting things that have been happening, uh, PodcastAnswerMan.com is going to be a flurry of activity uh, both video and all kinds of other stuff happening there, uh, sharing and documenting all the West Coast adventures Sweet. that I had. Father Roderick, let's keep dreaming, my friend. Let's keep dreaming. Thank you, make- every- Thank you, everyone. <laughs> we'll be back again next time. Until then, we encourage you to stay balanced. <laughs>